Welcome to the St. John's Hoxton podcast. We are a local church in East London, here to be a beacon of hope for Hoxton. And our mission is to worship God, make disciples, share Jesus and transform Hoxton. Good morning, everyone. I am absolutely so delighted to be here. Is is this in the right? Thank you. (laughs) I am absolutely so delighted to be here. And I must admit, when the worship was going on, I felt real life. I really, really did. Um, This is a second church I've actually been in, in 13 months and live worship that it, it's almost like that's my goodness that's so precious you don't realize how precious it is until it's missing and I've missed that for 13 months to so the worship team thank you so much thank you so much and I'm going to learn more sign language because if we can't literally sing out, there's other ways that we can communicate and sing. So, yeah, thank you, everybody. Um, I just want to thank Graham so much for inviting me here today. And um, I'm here to just update you on compassion. You know, your church, you know, St. John's Hoxton, have been doing amazing work, absolutely amazing. And um, could we just show the first slide, if that's okay? That's okay. So, yes, um, it's, I'm here to celebrate because... big Tom Jones fan. I am. I absolutely love Tom Jones. (laughs) And um, I've actually bought tickets to go to his concert, which is taking place in July. So I'm hoping that I'll be able to attend. And he sings a song and it's, um, it's not unusual to be loved by anyone. That's my favorite song. But there are many children who are faced with extreme poverty, you know, when they have to go and fetch water instead of going to school. And when they get to um, where the water is, it's sometimes contaminated. Sometimes they walk for an hour, like three miles in the heat to go and catch it. There are children who have got very little to eat poor nutrition, lack of health care, and sometimes they feel that it's unusual to be loved. But I am delighted that St. John's Hoxton, you're changing that through the children that you are sponsoring. You're making them feel that it is usual to be loved, and that is wonderful. And that's what we want many, many children to feel like. So as I said, you know, I'm here to celebrate. And as part of that, 
I know the social distancing. I don't know how I'm going to actually give this to Graham. And I don't know if you can see it online, but this is just a token of our thanks to say thank you for changing children's lives. And, um, okay. <laughs> Brilliant, thank you. Thank you, Graham. <laughs> we'll put it up in the office. Brilliant. So, um, the next slide, please. That would be great. And the one after. Thank you so much. So, as I said, four children are being sponsored. And they are children from Burkina Faso, El Salvador and Rwanda. And next slide. The children absolutely love writing. They do. And, um, yes, that's, a, that's the best slide. Thank you so much. So, the children have, been write, have, have written, and they've written three times as many, um, as many letters as what the adults have actually written, as what the donors have written. Now, I know we've had issues over the past year with regards to letters being sent, and there's been some delays. But I think that's about a, you know, a rough gauge. So, I'm going to set you a challenge. I would love it if the people who are sponsoring children could try and write more letters than the children. Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be absolutely wonderful? Because I've got three sponsored children. Um, one's in um, Dominican Republic and she looks just like me. I've got a little one who's in Ethiopia and I saw him two years ago and I've got one in Burkina Faso. Each time I receive letters from those children, they say, they, they, they want prayer, they're asking for prayer. And then they say to me, and Rona, we're praying for you. And that's not something I expected. That thousand, thousands of miles away, children are praying for me and their families are praying for me while I'm praying for them. And that is just wonderful absolutely wonderful if we could just see the next slide that would be great um, so you have provided 172 meals for the children and you are saving lives St John Hoxton you are saving lives because they have received Bibles and so they're getting to hear the awesome word of God it's absolutely wonderful the work that you're doing. Also, they've been they've been able to um, receive, you know, education as well. So you are empowering children. The next slide, please. Can anybody identify their children there up on the screen? Oh, you can see yours. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> so when you write to your children, you can say that a lady from Compassion. With a Scouse accent, yeah, I was born in Liverpool. <laughs> Actually revealed wonderful pictures of them. Um, I also, so St. John's Hoxton, I'm going to give you a big round of applause. Next slide, please. Thank you. Children around the world want to say thank you. Um, I want to introduce you to a couple of people. There's Kelvin here, who is five years old. 
and Kelvin is from Kenya. He's five years old. There is Natalie. She's also five years old and she is from Colombia. And I've brought many, many other children with me who are waiting desperately to be sponsored. Now, Kelvin and Natalie, their homes are most probably about eight foot by eight foot and they're living with their families. And you think, how can you socially distance in an eight foot by eight foot room? How can you? And your whole household are living there. Their families are living on less than $1.90 per day, which I think that's about £1.50, which if I've got my maths right, how much is that a month? Um, about £50, £45 a month. I can't live on that a week. And I know... Um, We've struggled this past year. We have really, really, really struggled here in the UK. You know, we've lost a lot. Jobs have been lost. You know, incomes have been lost. Finances have been lost. Businesses have been lost. In the developing world, they don't have, um, what's it, is it family credit or, yeah, they don't have that. If they are not allowed to go to work, if they have no jobs, they don't eat. Point. They don't have food banks. They don't eat if they're not allowed to go to work. Oh, I, I forgot to mention, lovely little Natalie. She's wearing a beautiful Minnie Mouse t-shirt. And I remember growing up with Minnie Mouse and loving Minnie Mouse. Absolutely beautiful. I mentioned it's not unusual to be loved by anyone. My favourite song by Tom Jones. But for quite a lot of people, it is unusual. They, 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 they think it's unusual. And when we think about love, do we think about compassion? And compassion is love in action. It's not just saying you love something or somebody. It's getting up and doing something about it. I've got um, a quote here from Archbishop Desmond Tutu. And it says, compassion is not just feeling with someone, but seeking to change the situation. Frequently people think compassion and love are merely sentimental, but no, they are very demanding. If you are going to be compassionate, be prepared for action. We heard the wonderful um, scripture in Luke 25, sorry, Luke 10, 25 to 37, so eloquently read. And I'm, I'm so delighted that we've got, you know, um, technology. So that could be streamed. I mean, St. John's Hoxton, you are doing everything. You're doing amazing work. So communicating with people online and physically here, which is absolutely wonderful. So um, Luke 10, 25 to 37, it's about the Good Samaritan, a popular, popular scripture about the man who's walking down this road and he's beaten up, literally beaten up, he's kicked about, he's left for dead. And then you have 
people who, you know, are related to him. A Levite walks down the road, walks on by. A priest walks down the road, walks on by. And then you have a Samaritan. And at the time, Samaritans and Jews, they they detested each other, literally. They literally, literally hated each other. But the Samaritan stops because he sees a need. And it was placed in his heart to stop and take action and do something about it. He made sure that the man laying on the, on the road who couldn't help himself was fed, was watered, was provided for. And there was a question. Who is your neighbour? We are called to look after, to, to, to love the Lord our God and to love our neighbour as ourselves. But who is your neighbour? The neighbour is the one that you show mercy to. That is who your neighbour is. Yep, your neighbour could be the person next door to you. And that's who we traditionally think as our neighbour. But believe you me, your neighbour is also thousands, thousands upon miles away who is in need. That's who your neighbour is. The person who you show mercy to. Before the pandemic, there were 700 million people in abject poverty. 700 million. The World Bank are estimating that 150 million will be added to that figure. That's 850 million people in abject poverty living on households living on less than $1.90 a day. It's over 10% of the world population. Poverty claims a life of 1.5 million people each year and more than half of them are children below five. I'm going to ask you to do something and I'm, I'm not quite sure because we're all wearing masks so do keep your masks on. I'm not quite sure if you can do this. But just consider your breathing. Really, really consider your breathing. And remember, each time you take a breath, a child under the age of five dies needlessly. And that is so true. A child under the age of five dies needlessly. There are 385 million children. Sorry, I'll draw that back. Now, because of the pandemic, there are about 450 million children living in abject poverty. But we are called to change them. We are called to change that figure through the work of compassion and working with the children, sorry, with the churches. We work with over 8,000 churches in the developing world across 25 different countries. And we work with 
donor, donor churches like, like, like St. John's Hoxton here, who we've partnered with to release children from poverty. And many of you have that opportunity to release more children from poverty through child sponsorship. And as I said, compassion is love in action. It takes action. Lives are transformed. The children's lives are transformed through, um, through the writing of the letters, that communication that you have with the children. We provide um, in, in the actual, um, in the, the, um, the churches that we work with, the 8,000 churches, they're providing meals, healthcare, education, additional counselling for the children through the sponsorship. During the pandemic, um, we had to change things a little bit because some of the programmes were, were closed. But I'm delighted that compassion, because of you know people like you who are sponsoring children, I'm delighted that compassion were able to distribute more than 10 million food, food packs to children and their families and also over 7 million hygiene kits. That's great work. That is great stuff. I'm delighted now that a lot, a lot of the um, projects are reopening so the children will receive more and more education. Most of the children do actually go back into the community. Once they've graduated through the Compassion Programme, they go back into their communities as leaders. I'm still in contact with um, a compassion child. When she came onto the project, she was four years old, so just a year younger than lovely Natalie. She, at the age of four, both her parents died. It was left to her 11-year-old uncle to look after her and raise her. So she is so thankful and grateful to her sponsor. Absolutely grateful to her sponsor. She is now 24 years old. She has a master's degree in mechanical engineering. She now, because of compassion sponsorship and her sponsor, she goes back into the, her community and, and, and helps parents to raise their children. And she, it's her dream to set up an organisation to help street children. She got married last year and I saw her, her photographs of her wedding. And that is wonderful. Her name's Jerry. I'd just like to show you a video of a child... Um, who's actually going through, um, who went through the pandemic. She just wants to show her life through the pandemic. So um, if we can just show that video now, that would be, I'd be delighted. It's only a short video, about three minute video.
Samaritan and to help somebody in need, are you going to take up that opportunity? Now, I know we're all social, social distancing. It's actually £28 per month to sponsor a child. And that's what the equivalent of, say, a meal out. Um, more than, so, um, a couple can sponsor a child, if, if, if you so please. It's, it, you know, it's up to you how you want to do it. But however, we're not going to allow social distancing to prevent you from sponsoring a child. I've brought children with me and their profiles are in plastic wallets. There's an envelope inside of the wallet so you can um, take the profile if you really, really want to think this is something resting on your heart to do. Fill out the form inside. You can tear off the image of, of, of your child, pop the balance of the form in the envelope and just post it into Compassion. Okay, the, for those online, and I'm so blessed to be able to speak and to, to be able to speak with you now online. Um, there's also an opportunity. You can go to our website, compassionuk.org, and I'm just going to make sure that I've got the correct spelling here. So, compassionuk.org forward slash hope forward slash Saint John and you'll be able to sponsor a child online. We've actually allocated some children, especially for St. John's Hoxton. Also, if you feel like texting, you can text 88802-SPONSOR-SAINT JOHN. I'm just so grateful that you've allowed me this time. And if you do want to know more about compassion, if, you, if you're interested in sponsoring children, you can actually see me at the end of service at the back and I'll be there for you. Okay? And take care and God, God bless you and thank you all so much. And thank everybody online as well. Sorry, there was just that final slide. Yes, thank you. So um, that's for everybody online and the information for sponsoring online. Okay? So God bless you all. Thank you, um, Reverend. Uh, Rona, thank you so much. I'm going to struggle to get this uh, mask off again now. Um, Rona, thank you so much for inspiring us again about the work of compassion. And, uh, and I really want to encourage us as a church family to engage with this and uh, to go to the website to find out more. If you're here in the building, do stay around and uh, speak with Rona at the end of the service as well and find out a bit more about what you can do. Two years ago, our family decided to begin sponsoring a child. And uh, so the little boy, he was on the screen earlier on. Mohammed is from Burkina Faso. He is eight. He was six when we began to sponsor him. And uh, we really enjoy using the app to write to him and uh, remember him. It's very convenient because his birthday is on um, uh, New Year's Eve. So we always know when his birthday is coming up because it's just when we're preparing to celebrate New Year's Eve as well. Uh, and I want to encourage you to think about how we can express that extraordinary theology of adoption and grace that we know as Christians, where God adopts us by grace into his family. And actually, we can, uh, in a similar way, extend our family beyond our own biological families, beyond the family of our local church, into uh, the world. And uh, 
that exercise that Rona had us do breathing was just so powerful to, to stop and to think about that. In a moment, um, Alice is going to lead us in intercessions. The kids are back, and then we'll have some church family news. Um, but before we go over and Alice leads us in intercessions, I'd love just to pray for you, Rona, if that's all right, and for uh, the work of compassion. So let's just um, bow our heads and pray. Father God, we thank you for these words, these stories, these images that we have seen uh, that Rona has brought to us today that have, have reminded us of uh, the desperate poverty in which so many children around the world live. Father, we pray that you would move our hearts and make us compassionate. Make us generous with the money that we have. Make us generous with the time we have to pray. And Lord, we pray for Rona, for her home church, for her work, encouraging Christians and churches to be involved in this um, extraordinary mission. We pray for her and her extended family, including the children that she sponsors. And Lord, we pray that you would move us into action, that our worship would not just be singing, but that our worship would be compassionate, generous service and love in action. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the St. John's Hoxton podcast. New talks will be uploaded every week from all of our services. And do check out our website, stjohnshoxton.org.uk, for more information.